I survived. Okay, and I live to fight another day. And now what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch the second season yeah. from the comfortability of outside of the television. People would be like, fake news. I'm like, I'm covering a story about like a chicken shortage at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> we want them to find love. That is the best case scenario, but we're gonna root for everyone. We're gonna root for the people that are strong enough to choose what is best for them. And I feel like people are trying to scam me. I hate to say that. They are. <laughs> Let's start. Okay. Right. So, um, this is Ashley Thompson. I am with my best friend, Jessica Batten, uh, and we're doing this. This is our first recording of the Unsettled podcast. We're so excited. We've been thinking about this for like six months. For a while. And Well, I crawled under my rock after Love is Blind came out, let's be honest, Okay, a couple years ago. Okay, let's go back to that. So, <laughs> I know that's why a lot of people are tuning in right now because they know you from a little show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Um, that came out when? Uh, February 2020. Okay. Right before a uh, little pandemic happened. The world shut down. Yeah. Um, okay, so that came out like two years ago. Two and years ago. a new season. And I mean, we filmed three and a half years ago. <laughs> it was came on. out two years ago. This feels like forever so ago. So we filmed in 2019? We filmed it in 2018. 2018? October of 2018. What? Yes. Yes. So a lot of time has gone by. So of course the show oh came out. It blew up. The world shut down. I mean, there were no sports. There was no nothing. And everyone's watching. And, of course, I was cringing. Dying. Number one buzzword coming out of Love is Blind cringe. All right. So I, I wanna, was cringing and yeah. wishing everyone wasn't watching. But, in fact, they were. You were going through it hard, hardcore. I was. I was right yeah, 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 yeah. So let but. me ask you this. So I know a new season's coming out next week, which is crazy. That's going to be the I think they had a Brazil, didn't they? They had Brazil okay. and Japan. So a, a next the next season of... America is coming out. Based in Chicago. Next week. Shout okay, out. so I want to ask Chicago you. People. Yeah, you're I'm from so excited everybody to see knows. Chicago in the background of Love is Blind. It'll be a lot of fun. That will be fun. Um, so everybody knows, obviously, you from the show. Take me back to, we're a week before the second season comes out, right? So what were you thinking a week before your season came out? And I can't wait to like talk, tell you like what I was thinking. I cannot believe this thing got picked up. <laughs> Because <laughs> it wasn't, we were season one, and we had no idea this was going to get sold to Netflix at all. Um, it was kind of a pie-in-the-sky thing. Of course, there was this big production in South Atlanta, um, which, for those that don't know, Atlanta is becoming, you know, quite a center for production and Hollywood-type stuff. So um, once we got there, we kind of knew, hey, this might really be a thing. But, of course, after it all wrapped, I was going through so much, I was hoping that this would never get picked up, but hence it did, and here we are. So, okay, so it got picked up, and then they're like, because I remember I, I was like, so you were like, the show's going to come out. I was like, oh, cool. And then um, you sent me the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is like a show. I don't know what I thought you it's were doing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it became a real thing. So so what were you thinking? Like, when the trailer came out, What I mean, what were you, tell us what you were thinking. I like, was scared, and it, and it actually got picked. They, of course, sent it out to uh, some reporters beforehand to watch it, to pre-screen. And some of the things they were writing was about people being belligerent and drunk. And honestly, I wasn't even really thinking about that aspect of it. Um, it come to find out, a lot of that had to do with me, which was <laughs> insane. And, oh, you were there. That's right. Uh, by the way, this is my best friend. <laughs> Have we mentioned that? Yeah. This is my best friend. Uh, we did meet at church 10 years, <laughs> ten years not quite eight, 10. Seven, a while eight ago. years ago. A yeah. long time ago. And Ashley was there with me throughout this whole 
crazy taping of the show, and she was, in fact, there at the bachelorette party. I was there for a lot of it. And she was not uh, monitoring my drinking level. So, so she- I, obviously, that was new to me. Um, so, for people, <laughs> and for people who don't know, like, nobody knows, um, I have a broadcast news background. Um, I've worked as a reporter and anchor for the last 10 years. Um, She's being humble. She's an Emmy Award winning And so, recently left. Anchor. Recently left um, after a fulfilling yet really hard journey. Terrible so, two years in news. Yeah, the last two years have been awful. And so left in November, so just kind of wanted to give a background on me. Um, and so we met a couple of years ago at church and have been best friends since. And, um, you know, I want to I wanna talk about, though, like, what made you go on this show? Because I know that a lot of people probably don't know this, but I got a casting or, like, a description or something, like, an email for this. And I was like, this would be good for my friend Jessica. She's actually, like, looking for love. Like, sent it to you. Right. I received that in a really weird time. Yeah. I was getting out of a relationship. It was about a year long and totally not what I was looking for at all. And just realizing I was so far off from finding this person. All my friends are settling down, multiplying, doing their own thing. Multiplying. And I was spending more and more time alone with my dog, as everyone met. Shout out um, Shout out. But, uh... It felt like the right time to kind of blow it all up and do something different. I've also been working for 15 years in the tech industry, um, which has been amazing. And that's really been my focus. So I was prioritizing that over really finding someone. So I thought, hey, this could be a really quick way to (laughs) kind of find the right person, settle down. And yeah, you, you kind of feel lost a little bit when you're in your 30s and everybody's settling down and doing their thing. And you're like, wait, I, I guess I had just been kind of... Um, dating around and hadn't really found the one. Found the one. And so, so like, just to reiterate, this wasn't. Uh, it had all been happening around me. I wake up, I'm like 34. Well, this wasn't a uh, let me get famous quick for you. No. You weren't thinking, oh my I gosh, had a what real a- job. Right. <laughs> this was actually a risk. I, I've had a job and it was a risk. It was a risk to my professional I reputation. I remember you were like and- crying because you're like, uh, what is my job going to think about this? Right. After yeah, I had to go back to it. So it was, I, actually had to take two weeks vacation to even do this. And I had to extend by a week because I did, in fact, end up engaged, which I said in the beginning when they were giving us this whole spiel in this hotel, there's no way I'm doing this. I'm getting out of here. I'll make a couple friends. See you later. Bye. That would be it. But I did end up really falling for it. Once you get in there, it is just a mind trap. And that's what's inter- going to be interesting to see with these 30 singles coming in. Um, it's going to be very interesting for me to watch and kind of play back everything that's happening. Because the new season. you think you can go in there being the most realistic person, um, you know, being a career-minded person. And it, it once you're in there, you're cut off from the real world, your friends, your family, your whole entire support system. And all of a sudden, it's just a whole different ballgame. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out with these new 30 singles. Um, how long was your process? God bless them. It was 45 days in total. How long until you got engaged? 10 days. Start to finish, engaged, 10 days. You go on your honeymoon to Mexico, which we all saw. And um, what's going through your mind? Because you're very, I mean, I know Jessica, and I think that was hard for me when the show came out because people were like, oh, you know her? And I was like, this is, it was crazy. (laughs) But like, what's going through your mind? Because you're a very rational person. You're not a person who I would think would get engaged in 10 days. So like, how... Are you just fully, like, enraptured in, like, what was going on at the time? Like, with no contact with the outside world? Like, what was... It's wild. Because I'm somebody... Well, this is how we met, we believe. 
everything happens for a reason has a bigger plan yes. for us. Yes. And I got wrapped up in all the over dramatization <laughs> of that exact <laughs> of that so exact you were sentiment. Like, this is actually so this it, is my I go, oh, he's from he's from the greater Chicago area, which he left when he was like six months old. I mean, there's millions and millions of people in the greater Chicago area. So but I've I been in Chicago longer than him, basically. And, and to Netflix's credit, I think that is what they wanted to accomplish with the show, right? Like they they wanted to see if love was blind. And they, they wanted did. To there see. are two very happy couples, sure, out there that outwardly, outwardly, and um, that we wish them the best. They're, they so seem you, to be doing great, but I mean, it's a gamble. You don't know that person after 47 days. Let's be honest. After 10 days. Ashley, how, Ashley you're engaged. You're newly engaged. Congratulations. I am newly, your maid of honor. It's been, yeah, just you did ask me th- via uh, baked good in the mail. Oh, yeah. She sent me a cookie. It happened to crumble. It, I knew it had a message on it. I didn't know it said Broke. maid of honor. I thought it was, it was, sorry. what are the other ones? Oh, bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> Gary's aunt made those. It was Shout so sweet, but that's Joan. how the cookie crumbles. I'm going to have to, I'm, you're going to be my maid of honor. Of course. Yeah. But I'm going to have to find a baked good. Well, we'll talk about wedding planning and But anyway, drama how later. long did it take you to decide that this was your person? It's still ongoing. Five years. <laughs> you didn't get engaged <laughs> for five kidding. years. Like 30 days. Yeah. If you don't get engaged to a person in, well, it was 10 days. And then, you know, seemingly the world just starts shaming um, that was you didn't get engaged. Was there pressure, though? Was there pressure to be like, I person. have got it's... to say, yeah. Like, did you feel bad? Like, because you've established a rapport with this person, a relationship behind a wall. Did you feel bad? Like, you know how women, we could sometimes, like, go along with something because, like, we just want the best for somebody. Were you like, oh, I would hurt his feelings if I said no? Was it any of that? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, in the end. In the end. In not the after end, the engagement. I want to do the right thing for myself, which is the right thing for him as well. Right, which is hard. Because I want to be my best person. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's it's wild. I've been in relationships that are, you know, three years long, and then you realize after three years, ah, oh, this, this isn't, isn't the right work. thing for me. So I don't necessarily think that expediting – Something as big as marriage makes a ton of sense, but I also know that it's a really uncomfortable place to be when you're in your mid to late 30s, honestly. And if you want a family, and the world starts telling you that, so hey, that was there was some wrong pressure. with you. There was some pressure then, and it was pressure on your yourself. It was a your ton own of pressure. pressure and a lot of toxicity, honestly, in the world around you know women, men, however you identify. Getting to a certain place in your life, you look around and everybody has somebody that's settled down. Their priorities start to change, and it, it feels very uncomfortable. And that's what spurred me into doing something very unnatural. I think that a lot of people will relate to that because I think a lot of people do irrational. It's not irrational, but take risks because they are lonely. Right? Would yeah, you say that was? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Were- and it's you know being in uh, the tech industry for 15 years and um, really having my head down i was ready to blow it up do something exciting and, and different so here we are you blew it up i <laughs> survived okay and i live to fight another day and now what we're going to do is we're going to watch the second season yeah. from the comfortability of outside of the television and it's going to be weird though cuz you're going to know what's gonna going be on it's like when i watch the news and i'm like oh like the producer told him to do that. Or like, you know what I mean? Like right. it's it's so interesting because um you know what's going on behind the scenes. So how will it, how do you think it's gonna be like watching it? I might have a little PTSD. Yeah, no kidding. But I'm just gonna try to have fun with it. That's how kind of how we operate too, which was crazy being in the midst of all of that. And it was why Ashley was such a good friend to me throughout that whole entire experience. It was like she just kept my head, you know. Uh, above all of it, just because you, you know, got, you were drowning for a minute. 
And I, I don't was, think yeah. people understood, like, the weight that words carry on social media, but that's, like, a topic for another day. But you were really having a hard time with it because well, out of there. you were not <laughs> doing this for any level of fame. You were literally doing this to find a possible boyfriend. Right. Well, boyfriends, not probably husband, husband, but husband. But all right. So people want to know what you've been up to in the two years since. So um, kind of take us through. I think like everyone knows you're engaged. It was in people. I am engaged to yeah. the love of my life. Okay. And he is the best. Okay. He has two kids. So I have this cute little instant family. Stepmama. Um, we, I'm a little stepmama to be. Well, I'm kind of like already already. Stepmama. You already have to. Step I'm into in that it. Role. I'm in the role, and I'm in love with these two little babies, and That's it's awesome. so fun. So, how long did that take from leaving the show? I mean, so you know, you left the, like the show was over in March, uh, mid March, yeah, mid March. You left Atlanta before that, right? I left. Chica- I left Atlanta for Chicago. Okay. Went to Chicago for a little bit to hang out with the family. Okay. I ended up out in LA, which well, you left because you were like, "Got to get out of here." I had to go. Like, wrapped taping and said, I got to go. It was horrible. And I, I was knew like, it was going to be so bad. And my dog was super sick, which yeah. most people know now. Um, yeah. So it was just very traumatic. But, yeah, I got out of there and um, headed out to L.A. And, of course, when Ashley comes into town, nothing big in our lives happen unless the two of us the are other. together. Yeah. So Ashley, of course, comes into town mid-March. Um, and we go out. I hadn't been on Instagram, so my girlfriend was managing my Instagram. She was swiping left, swiping right on these guys that were coming through. Yeah. Well, Ben happened to come through, and she started swiping talking on Instagram back and forth. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, like just she was like filtering, like she was scanning. Right. I got you. Right. I got she's you. Like yes to this guy, no to this oh, guy. Okay. Okay. So she starts talking to him, acting like she's me. Um, <laughs> he lets her know he's coming Wait, into town. Wait, this is peak background story that people have never heard before. No, I don't think people have heard this. So people are going to be like, wait, so her friend was like, oh, so like, yes. So your friend was managing your Instagram because you were so overwhelmed by the level of trolling that was going here. So you could even look at it. So you had a friend kind of manage it, help me out with this. I don't want to see certain things. Um, and she obviously guys were in your DMs and she was like, all right. She's metaphorically swiping left. And metaphorically right. okay. swiping. Okay. Yeah. So she sees a sweet surgeon come through and he's got his two kids and he's this single dad and they start talking back and forth and he reached out saying you're so genuine um which you know she loved so they start talking back and forth he mentions that he's coming to LA okay so in the midst of this I'm dating this not so great guy doesn't really <laughs> want to hang out with me let's be honest and we so Ashley comes to town we're all going out let's I invite the guy out he doesn't you know, obviously want to come. So the other guy, the other guy, but Ben had actually, she had given him my number and he reached out. So he was talking back and forth with me. Um, and I said, Hey, why don't you come out? So he did. He showed up by himself. Taken. He's was taken hardcore initiative. He was taking the initiative shows up by himself. I was there. Ashley was there. Nothing big happens in our lives without each other. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and I, he walked in. I was like, was oh, my gosh. He's so love cute. Is this the sight. guy who's here yeah. for you? Yeah. And it was love at first sight. It really was. Yeah. Except I wanted to leave almost immediately because I was tired and I'm a grandma and I like to go to bed early. Same. So that happened. But the next day, um, we went on a bike ride and the rest is history. We so talked every day. So because a lot of the articles have thus far said – they met riding bikes, which is right, true. You right. got to know each kind other riding of, bikes. Yeah. Yep. You you officially met each other riding bikes because, like, no one wants to be like, we met at 
the club. Like, who knows? Right. Like, and it but wasn't did, a club. We did meet via Instagram, you which is also Instagram. how you met your now it fiance. Is. It is. And we've we've gotten engaged. Was it like a month apart? Yeah. You got engaged first, then I got engaged. Yeah. So, and her fiance happens to be my birthday twin, which I definitely which think there's crazy. something to that. They have the same birthday. Friends, and he actually, we went to the singles event at our local church in Atlanta. Shout out Buckhead Church. Yes, the best. And uh, brought us together. Yeah. He reaches out because she had tagged a photo. Yeah. And I immediately tell her, no, this guy's a creep. I was like, he DM me. And I was like, oh, I was like, look at it. And I think I told the whole small group. I was like, look at this message I got from us, like, because we all went together. And Jess was like, don't do it. This is weird. He's creepy. Why would he DM you? Yada, yada, yada. You went um, against which I all feel odds. Like, I feel like right now DMing is so normal. But even in 2016, it maybe was a little like It was like, a bit stalkerish. Weird. Yeah. Love you, Gary. Yeah. But it was maybe a little was stalkerish. A- um... <laughs> but you went against all odds. I also invited you to a suite at the Cubs game that night, and you, f- for- yeah. you forewent those plans to yeah. go out with Gary. Yeah, I was and like, let's just see. So yeah, and it went way better than I thought, and here we are. And the rest was history. You dated for five years, ended up in the Bahamas. Gary told me before he was going to propose to you. I tried everything I could to get out there. It turns out oh. not an easy route from L.A. Yeah, you would have been <laughs> flying half the day. I was like, if she would have came, I would have been so mad because I would hate for you to, well, like— it turned out perfectly, though. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. And Jessica knew. You together. knew. You know, my mom didn't even know, and you knew. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, my dad knew. My nineteen-year-old um, sister Riley knew, and you knew. Oh wow! But my mom was like, "Wait, what's going on?" I'm glad he changed plans from the original. Yeah, tell people yes. what the original plan was. Originally, he was going to have you two walking on the beach, and he was going to trip. The ring would go into the sand, and then he'd say, "Oh, what's that?" <laughs> and for people who don't know Gary, that's like so Gary too. It's just awkward, like socially. I was just, awkward. You go with you Why? go with whatever feels right for you. You know what, Jessica? What I will sabotage so your sweet. ass next time. So sweet. And then I got back, and Ben called me the next week, and he was like, "That's so crazy! You got engaged. Congrats! I've actually I'm thinking of doing that for Jessica." He's um, like, "Thanks for the idea. No, I'll feel that." <laughs> <laughs> no, and like he aren't even thinking about it, and he was like, he was basically just like crazy timing like you know and I was like oh and that was such a hard secret to keep because we kept talking about my engagement and I was like oh I just want to talk about like yours you did keep talking about mine and I'm like can you please stop I'm not even engaged oh maybe it was what are you talking about I was like when you get married well and then you jumped right on it you never know how your friends are going to be I never thought you would be the bride that you are you jumped in you've got everything totally planned unlike me I have just been doing nothing. You're enjoying your engagement. Just enjoying it. And I will say, so we got engaged in July. And for all the bride-to-be's, I would love to hear from you because this has been the most stressful, the most annoying, the most expensive um, experience of my life. Um, The wedding industry industry is... I thought I knew what I was getting into. I'm like, oh, perfect. We'll do the venue. We'll do this, that, and the other. And every little thing. And I feel like people are trying to scam me. I I hate to say that. They are. (laughs) I'm just like, how much for makeup? How much for makeup? And and I love all my the makeup artists. Like, trust me, we can't do anything without you. But I'm like, why is makeup for a photo shoot this cost? And then for my wedding, it's triple. And it's the same makeup. It's the buzzword. I'm like, how about I just say I'm because this is the most important makeup of your life. It is. That's why. So it comes with a price tag. It is. So there's that. But yeah, so um, a lot of people saw your engagement um, in people and online. And did you know about it? Do you have any idea? 
that it was happening. Yeah. I had an idea that it was happening. Yeah. It's because I moved out to be with him and his sweet kiddos, and I know that he wanted like, them to have, a, you know, a mother figure in the house and stuff, and we were being this little family, so it just made a lot of sense. So I knew it was coming. I just didn't know that how quickly it was coming, and I didn't know that everyone and their brother were going there. to be there. Yes, except my mom. He forgot to invite her. That sucked. <laughs> okay, people are like Let's not going to. People are not going to pass that, but they're going to say, "How did they? How did he forget perfect. to invite?" I mean, that's right. such a man. Well, but my like, parents are divorced, yeah. so I think there's like always a little bit of uncomfortability about sure. that. Like Kim Kanye, that's real. There's a little uncomfortability about that one. Let's talk about that because <laughs> you have two I, bonus kids right now, and um, my kiddos. My parents have had foster kids several times and, you know, my parents have had to navigate having their kids on social, these, these tiny kids. And it's crazy. It's so much different from obviously when we grew up, um, there was no TikTok, no Instagram, no Facebook. Thank God, first of all, because that would have been, I look at when they, Facebook is like your memories from 10 years ago. This is what you wrote. I'm like this. My self-esteem would be in the gutter. It's terrible. Well, we have our little one at home. She got an iPad for school Okay, and we realized that she started taping herself like she's talking to her followers she's like here's my low bun bye followers she's six <laughs> I mean, so what does that mean everything i feel like there's so much about optics and like you know this better than anybody yeah. being in the news media especially the last couple of years yes. there's so much about optics and kind of circling it back to kim and kanye now it's kind of all their dirty laundry is coming out of it in the media just a little but I feel like if you're somebody that's going through a breakup or going through divorce, you see all these couples that are coming out and saying, oh, we love each other. We're best friends. And we couldn't ever want anything more for each other. But we're going our separate ways. And it's like, it's not relatable. It's not. And you're a child of divorce. And you understand firsthand. Right. So I actually respect, of course, you don't want your kids to ever see all the dirty laundry that's been aired. But it's, I just appreciate after going through everything I've been through the last couple of years and you know, maybe you feel the same way coming out of the news media and all of like the biases and the lenses that you can that you can get your news through that. I mean, everything is just optics, you know, I know. I know. I and know. but I I feel like I respect more so than ever. Just just honesty and just being real. You know, like, so the problem is, and and like you're saying, like their divorce is is more is kind of appearing a little more relatable now because it's like Kanye's like, yeah. do not put my child on TikTok, and Kim's like, this is a way for her to express herself. And these are two very valid opinions, but there's a child in the middle, right? And that's every couple is gonna have that situation, right? You're not going to agree on every aspect about parenting. And especially once you go your separate ways and you have two totally different households, which, you know, I understand now more than ever. Sure. Um, but I, but it is great that people feel they can relate to things because there is this, I feel like sense of positive optics in and so, all and, of the media. And I feel that, like it's a little toxic to just continually I mean we look at Instagram I'm guilty of it like everyone's good. I mean I'm not gonna post when I'm like looking terrible I'm I just got of out it. of my news minivan crying all day yes I will just it's, text you that it's been the worst day of my life but on Instagram I'm like oh and it's triggering for beautiful. a lot of it's a triggering for a lot of people but I think there's something we get um we get a high off of sharing our good moments and then we capture it too we have memories for ourselves that we can look back on which is great yeah there's also um Kind of circling back to Love is Blind and when that all came out, which all these contestants are about to be in the same space, when Love is Blind came out, 
um, seeing yourself, of course, I didn't have the best run on the show. And, you know, <laughs> you didn't? Uh, no. <laughs> People were being very honest and blunt about how they felt about me. And they also felt that they had an angle to talk about my physical appearance as well. And, like, to be honest, the only insecurity I really ever had was my nose hairs. When I was in second grade, this kid came under my nose and said, hey, there's a party in your nose and you weren't invited. And it rocks my world. Name him. I was miserable. What's his name? To this day, Matt Erickson. No. <laughs> to this day, I was, I was, you know, it was the worst. And, um, and then it's like there were things I never even looked at on my face or on my body that people were commenting on. Just taking me apart piece by piece, wrinkle by wrinkle. I'm 34. You know, like, it's just, it's just a matter of time. What did it do to you? Well, I kind of had this, um, I had this moment. And that was after the initial show or after the reunion or after everything? All of it. All of it. All of it. Well, I got the worst makeup on the reunion. As you know, my eyelashes were, like, upside down. (laughs) But I was. about it. I I know. I was just, just showing up, honestly, was, like, I'm Huge. so proud of myself for showing up. Huge. But, um, yeah, I just started getting all these injections after the show. Um, I I just needed all the injections to fill all of the wrinkles and all the spaces that people were talking about. And I looked in the mirror one day, and I did not recognize myself. And that was the scariest moment of my life. I'm like, who am I and what am I doing? And why am I taking all these opinions? And, you know, to be honest, I couldn't even really look at myself in the mirror. You know, it was like, a struggle. And I started to see why people come off these shows and just start injecting themselves, just pumping themselves full of injections. I was there. Now at this point, I've let it all dissolve off my face. Um, one big part of it was you called me out. I went on E! News and you were like, did something happen? <laughs> no. Did you get, you were like, did you get some sort of uh, procedure done? And I was like, yeah. In the best she calls way. Me out. I've never, I, I feel like I've never. But I appreciate nev- it. Yeah. I appreciate it. And it, it's so tough, honestly. Um, there is this body dysmorphia that starts to happen and you see yourself, I think, totally differently. Um, so like when people will compliment me, even to this day, it's kind of like, oh, you know, no way, you know, you just don't, it's crazy. So and that's have, a whole part of it you don't really think about. And, um, it, you know, no. that's something I would say to the, to the new cast members, um, who are going to put themselves through this rigor, um, just be ready for it and know, you know, um, I don't know if there really is much you can do to protect yourself. From it, um, I would say stay away from social media. Get somebody to manage that stuff. But and then meet you your husband that way. <laughs> have your friend and manage your husband. Your... But yeah. that is so. That's so interesting because we've all obviously we don't have your platform, but we've all had like a nasty comment or two, or I've had a nasty message or two, um, just kind of about like the way you look. Like I remember this girl said I had too much makeup on. I'm like, who? Like who is this? Like who? And it didn't affect me because I feel like things roll off me a little, a little quicker. But I just was like, why would somebody take the time? What is it in somebody that would take the time to come on someone else's Insta and comment on their physical appearance? Right. And so I understand like how you could take that to heart and it have tenfold. So you're having hundreds, yeah. hundreds of people. Yeah. And so you're like, holy whatever, I need to get an injection. I need to. And and you go, oh, I never realized this. That's the hard part is you okay. never even had that insecurity in the first place. They're pointing it out and you're going, oh, 
I had no idea. And no idea. one said anything about your nose hairs? I had no... Nope, nobody said anything about that. That was the biggest insecurity that I had. But that's because I take care of them now, Ashley. I have, like, multiple tools that help trim these bad boys. Speaking of the new cast, so I... And I'm going to pull them up, actually, so I could just look. Um, I was... I've got to say, I was pleasantly surprised. They announced the cast. Yeah. And they tagged them. So yeah. you could actually go see on their, their Insta? profiles. On their on Insta, yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised because I feel like in your cast, everybody was, um, how do I say this? Everybody was, I don't know, um, as expected for a reality dating show, right? Like everybody okay. was like super thin and everybody's like, oh, I hit the gym. Obviously, like right. the guy you were with, and okay. you know what I mean. And I feel like this time it looks, it appears anyway, on its face, a little more inclusive. We've got somebody with natural hair, somebody who's thirty six, um, you know, somebody who's I think there's a thirty nine year old, really, mm-hmm. somebody who's not stick thin. We've got like several. I noticed there's a- that maybe Netflix obviously like didn't cast last time. Yeah, and I think that's great. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it seems like they have careers as well which on my on my cast I think there were just a few that had you know long-term careers um well a lot were real young and just maybe coming out of um like college or yeah and in the industry you know kind of more in the industry type like looking for a come up looking for a come up which was different from you because you had a tech job and I think a lot of people yeah it'll be um, a different I mean Jessica's not even gonna say all this but like I think a lot of people are super interested in you because you did have a career people are like where did you work how did you blah 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 well I still do yeah still absolutely like you're you're not yeah absolutely and the people are like wait how does she how can she like have her own house like how does she have a car like that like how and like I think it was so important for people to see like yeah women can do this we're not just like working at Hooters and waiting to get on a reality show right and I think that was the weird juxtaposition. And, and sorry, of, I don't want to say that about Hooters because I used to buy all my tights no, from there. I love there. Hooters and I love their curly fries. <laughs> I used to buy all my tights from there when I was with the Saints. So shout out to Hooters. But you know what I mean, any restaurant, right? So yeah. I, I think it's kind of almost like offensive. Like people don't think that like maybe it's like women can have such a successful career. And so I think right. a lot of people were interested in like, wow, you have a full-time, like, wait, you have a job? I had to take vacation to go on the show yes right and so yeah. like tell us how like your um employees coworkers like kind of responded to this because i think they were like pretty like oh wow like supportive and like you obviously didn't get fired that's good so supportive it's been awesome yeah. and the tech space is just if anyone out there is looking to get into everyone's a lucrative trying to get career, in tech. um tech and there's not a lot amazing. of women in tech right like no it's growing though it's growing? significantly um Thank you, Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, for really leading the way. Stop. Um, But, no, it's growing significantly and um, such a great place to be for women, men, um, non-binary. You know, it's just so inclusive. And I know at my company we have every – you know, every support is there. And regardless, I, I thought I would get fired immediately. I'm like, this is you so, were crying. This you is were so bad. Me, yeah. And it was the number one thing I was concerned about. It but was. I have to tell you, I had so much support from my coworkers. And, and how about Chrissy Teigen amazing. shouting out the company? And then my uh, CEO came back and was bantering with her. It was really, really cool. Oh, you're like, perfect. I'm so, not going to get fired. Yeah, this yeah. So it worked out well. And I ended up having the last two years have been the best two years of my career, actually. So going heads down, Look at God. Um, it worked out really well. And can God you tell through. us anything? Um, I'm going to take a sip of my champagne. Hopefully this gets out of it out. Okay. I'm like, take, sh- take a I'm sip of I'm reaching for it on the ground. Um, also, speaking of like body image, I'm like, this is a full camera shot. 
Um, I would have definitely wore sweats if I knew this. Um, tell us, is there anything you would tell us like behind She's the scenes? The I think that's what people want to hear about. They want to know about behind the scenes. Um, well, you were behind the scenes as well yeah, for quite a few definitely. of the scenes. Yeah. And so my, what can you tell us like girlfriend. with like, how do they even do this? How do they put this together? What was it like in the pots? Like what, I mean, were you sleeping bunk beds? I mean, we were, we were sleeping on steel bunk beds in a trailer for a little bit until there was one woman on the show who you didn't really get to see her face, but she complained. So they ended up putting us in a hotel and yeah, it was, it was actually quite a struggle. There was one mirror that we all shared. Um, We had a trailer with all of our wardrobes and you were just kind of blind, like flying blinds, no pun intended, throw it on your outfit. And we had one trailer that was toilets and one that was showers. And that was really it. Um, so it was... I don't think I knew this. It was... I mean, I was pretty proud of myself when that thing came out. I was like, pulled myself together pretty <laughs> decently for sharing a mirror with 10 other girls. Um, strategic. It was. It was strategic. Oh, uh, okay. So you guys moved to a hotel and then I think we saw like the hotels, right? Uh, no, you never saw the hotels. Did you live with but, your significant others in the hotels? Or? Oh, that was uh, an apartment. Okay. In Midtown Atlanta. Okay. That's different. Okay. That was interesting times. Um, okay. But <laughs> that was Give us some juice fun. behind the scenes. Like, what would people be, like, shocked to know? Um, and I could even think of some things, too. But, like, what do you think, like, is the biggest misconception? I've, I've just noticed since I've gotten into this whole industry, this reality industry, I've met so many people. Um, this space. Even last night, we went out with my lawyer, and she took us around all these actors and directors it's wild um it's a whole different world but i would just say like this podcast we're doing kind of from the ground up we're gonna see what happens and stuff but i don't know that i want to have a bunch of celebrities on here because it's like the number one thing you have to do to grow your podcast is have a celebrity so that you can grow grow and grow like it's kind of disappointing sometimes when you meet celebrities because it's not always what you think it is like i would say in, in reality television it's pretty much all about edits um, sure. Because what okay, you see behind the scenes is kind of like, okay. And that's the same <laughs> with news, right? Like I'm literally yeah. um, doing interviews. An interview could be 10 minutes and you get a 20-second soundbite. It's the same thing, right? You have to edit. Um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You obviously have to edit because you have to put something together. We're going to edit this podcast. There's always a story arc. There's always What a story. is the story? Um, was there anything that you were like, I wish this would have got in? Or I wish... Into um, the show? Yeah. Was it The Bachelorette? I know you wish that would have I, mean, I wish you. I know you wish more of The Bachelorette would have gotten in. The Bachelorette <laughs> that my top actually came down? Yeah. That's what you were so worried about. Like, they're going to show your top came down. I know. <laughs> I'm just glad that you... I was I'm glad... So, when that episode came out, I was like, damn, they did you a favor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, I cannot believe you let me have that last drink. We also have some behind-the-scenes footage we that we do. should really... We have so much stuff behind-the-scenes that we should release. We can put it on Insta. We should, we should release some stuff. It'd be pretty funny to see. But oh. no, the funny thing about that night was I was trying to make amends with Amber and she didn't want to do it until we're on camera. I don't and know where I was. I, just was. Like, I, I don't, don't know what to do. I can't be mean to this girl. I'm just going to give her a little smooch. And I was nowhere to be found for that. <laughs> it was so random. I don't know I where don't I know was. I don't know how to fight. And it was so weird. I was not even in that. Hey, that was hella fun. Love that triangle. We went to, if you live in Atlanta, we went to Lips. That Which was, everyone knows is a really that good was time. Super fun. Um, Open bar. Have as much. Have as many <laughs> drinks as you'd like, Jessica. <laughs> double drinks for you. On the house. And we went to uh, my house after, and like you don't remember even like. Go. I I swear to God, I got roofied. <laughs> 
just think of like the most uncomfortable. Like I'm not used to being around people that are like. Because I think Gary was me. like it Jessica. Is so weird. Yeah, and you want to be liked so much, and it's like that's so my personality. It really I want to be liked, and there was this whole story that was forming, and it was building. And you were on the outside. I was on the outside, and I was just trying to make amends with this girl who I was never going to be friends with. Like when we were. Um, when we were in the pods, she kept telling a story about how she lit this girl's clothes on fire in her locker in high school. Like, she told the story three times. I'm not going to be friends with this girl. Obviously, yeah. it's that just not, my type. not interested. My type. And now she's just mad at me. Well, that's uncomfortable because I have to spend time with her. So I want to make amends here. But be the it, was, it was a very wild, wild situation. Yeah. And unsettling. And um, to that point, your last couple of years were really unsettling as well. Oh, quick pivot. Quick pivot. Okay, but you didn't answer the question. Spotlight. Was there anything that you wanted in the show that didn't make it or anything? That My you, career. I you mean, wanted more of that. Yeah. They weren't really spotlighting the careers. There weren't really, I mean, there, there were a few any. of us that had long-standing careers. And um, Wait, real quick before we get to me. Yeah. Who do you still keep in contact with? Kelly. Okay. Gigi, oh, yeah. You knew Kelly before Regina, the show. Um, Diamond, LC. Diamond was great. She's so funny. The, the good girls. Just really good girls. I'll Kenny see. is a sweetheart. I'm actually going to his wedding. Oh, my. In his April, real, real wedding. And like, his fiance is is so sweet. Oh, my God. I love her. Uh, Damien is also a good friend. I uh, love him to death. And okay. that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I've heard, you know, Mark's doing well. He's got a second baby. I think they might already have two kids. Okay. And um, people always want to ask you, like, do you still talk to Mark? I don't, but I have no, I literally have nothing. No ill will. Bad to don't say. Don't even think about it. You know, the facts are the facts and they're out there. Sorry that yeah. I needed that to happen, but no, I do wish him well. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. And that's kind of a part of being a bigger person. you met him and hung out with him and, you know. Oh, yeah, I did. We'd be friendly. It, there's no, there's no ill will. That was so random. So. I was like, who is this guy? That was a random night. You're like, who is this guy? I'm like, I'm engaged. Here is my cubic zirconia. <laughs> it wasn't a real ring. They give you a real ring if you got married. Well, you That's deserve a real one if you get married. But everybody else, it was it the same ring? You could pick. There were five styles. But also, if you, you could also propose to the guy and pick his ring. Did, did any girls propose? Janina proposed to Damien. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you could pick a band. So you could pick the band. And then the guys had five CZ rings they could choose from. Right. Okay. Um, do you still have it? I do. Okay. Randomly. It keeps following me around. It's not like I'm trying to keep it. Is that it's one of those wearing things. it today? Like if, it, if, it were designer, if it was a designer sunglasses, it would have been gone a long time ago. Like if I had overpaid for it and it was sunglasses, oh, it would I be gone. Oh, what you're saying. But it's this really cheap ring and it keeps It's kind of a memory. It's kind of a token, right? It, or is yeah. it kind of weird? Why not? Why not? It's fine. It's fine. So do you consider this your second engagement? No. Do you? Do you consider no. it my second engagement? No. No way. <laughs> no. Because no way. I, I consider that just a crazy, crazy venture into television. But That's some people are still married. It. Some people are still married. It's so hard for me to wrap my mind around. Do you think they're happy? I think that. I hope they're happy. Yeah. I think that people show highlights is what I think. Even if you're not happy in that situation, I think you fake it. I think you make, make it. it, baby. That's right. Because you got a lot of people you Reality could let television. down. You got a business to run. It is what it, it is. Do it. But Do it I your think, way. I think your, I think Instagram is highlights. I'll just say that. Um, totally. And so yeah. Keep on on that point. On that point. I have so many questions about news media the okay. last couple of years and Everyone's coverage got of coverage of the pandemic. Um, 
biases around coverage of the pandemic. I know for me personally, I didn't watch the news for a long time, but I struggled because my best friend, you know, being the face of the news in Atlanta and like there was rioting happening. You were in the middle of it. Very uncomfortable. Um, And also behind the scenes, I know you were struggling with a lot of stuff. Some stuff I experienced in, you know, doing a reality show, ageism, sexual harassment. Totally. On and on were things you experienced. And, you know, as Ashley's best friend, Ashley has had been struggling for a long time and wanted to get out of that industry. Now, everyone that was watching Ashley, it looked like a really glamorous position. And, you know, every day she's got a new look, perfect lighting. And, you know, it looks looks a lot more glamorous than it is. It is. I mean, news is a grind. And, um News is a hard job. Like being a journalist is, I don't want to say it's a thankless job because I do think there are, I I do think you're appreciated to some extent. It's been definitely difficult over the past two years. We've been less appreciated, Um, but it's a, it's a grind. It's a really hard job and it's kind of all I've ever known my entire professional career. Right. So um, I've reported in several States. um, And uh, the last two years, I it's the last two years have been hard on everyone. And I don't think, that's a surprise to anybody. I think that's why we're seeing the great resignation like last year, like record people quitting their jobs in November, I believe. Just people are like, I'm done with this shit. I'm moving on. I'm not doing this anymore. It's not worth it. Life is short. Like we're in a pandemic. Um, and so the last two years were brutal and starting with the pandemic, like where and every- in it day in and day, day out. In it, and so everybody's like, okay. It's depressing news. Oh, depressing absolutely. On top of depressing news. I, absolutely. Everyone's company is like, go home. We're going to be safe. Please be home. And then the news is like. You're going out. Get in your it. ass out there. Right. And so and, and, and you know, obviously now I'm a little more comfortable going out on the scenes and like that kind of thing. But like I mean, in March, in April, like when we knew nothing about this and we're just hearing about like people dying and like it was so traumatizing to have to put on a face of like knowledge and like get the facts or report the facts while also being scared crazy and wanting to be at home with my fiance and my dogs. And um And so, yeah, that's kind of where it started, where, you know, I was kind of evaluating. I was evaluating, like, how much do I want to do this? Right. Like, I love reporting. I love meeting new people. I love telling stories. I love, like, uncovering um, situations. I love breaking stories. I love I love all of that, you know, and you get you get really cool access to people. You know, you can talk to the mayor when you want to. I mean, Um, you interviewed Stacey Abrams. Yeah, I talked to Stacey Abrams. Like, there's it's really cool uh, access, but it's there's a point where you're like, is this worth it? And so that I kind of hit that wall when the pandemic started. And so, yeah, right. Atlanta obviously had some of the worst riots. Um, and you also actually had people coming for you. Oh, absolutely. Because you're also taking in the news and filtering it yourself. Yeah. What do I believe? Yeah. Um, but you have to deliver yeah. unbiased news. And so that's right? been so but hard, too. Like, can you really deliver unbiased news? So, yes, I uh, have always prided myself on being super objective because that is how you're a good reporter. People will call you out. Now, people have started to call reporters out more than ever. Like now, like we're not getting you're not getting one over on the viewers anymore. You know what I mean? Like people are. People are, like, trying to fact-check you. People are trying to catch you in, in a mistake or whatever. And so, like, obviously I try to be as objective as possible. But it's like what we were talking about earlier. It's like people have their biases. Everybody has their biases. And that is just a fact. That is just a fact. And so when you're covering stories, you're trying to be objective. Um, but maybe subconsciously in your reporting – you say something that you're still human. You still have your, you might say something that's like somebody else would 
see as, whoa, you, why are you, why are you on that side? And you're like, what side? And so, for instance, like I said earlier, like some of these racial justice movements, obviously I have a side on that. Obviously I do. You know what I mean? And so while you're trying to be objective in your reporter, reporting, maybe something that I said or something that I tracked came off as super biased to somebody else. Right. Well, and people people are so uh, one, one-sided right people now. People want to watch and listen to what they agree with. Exactly. And they want to spew hate at the other side. And so. people think the truth is what they agree with. And so I think that has just been really dangerous lately and that like the truth is what I think. The truth is like my point of view and my experience. And then the other side is saying the same thing. And so nobody's listening to each other anymore. Right. And you know, I would be out on on scenes and people would be like, fake news. I'm like, I'm covering a story about Aww. like a chicken shortage at Kroger. <laughs> 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 like this is not like <laughs> you know what I mean? And like the biases are um really um, obvious in national outlets, right? So some of these cable outlets and you're really seeing like, well, okay, this is, they're on this side, they're on this. And local news, we're literally at your local city council. We're covering like local stories. Like it's not the same. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think, oh, you work for Fox Atlanta. You work for Fox News. Oh, and right. you're like, no, I'm actually um, trying to do a turkey giveaway for like homeless people in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Really? Um, And so people just see everything through one lens right now. And so it is the last two years have been hell. And so you're coupling people hating you with the pandemic and the riots, which was, you know, like nothing I've ever covered before in my entire life, um, which was just crazy in itself. Atlanta had riots nonstop for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. It was so scary. it. It was very scary. We had security with us, but I mean, we were, I was out, I mean, I was doing like 15 hour days. There was no... And you're riding around in a van. Oh, you're and not, I didn't even have a van at the time. And you're basically First of you're all, driving the van. It's yeah. not like this oh, glamorous no, thing. No, And the whole time, I, you know, I was... It's been the last couple of years. It's been probably three or four years. And there was something unsettled in Ashley about all of this. Of course, it looks great. And you want to climb the ladder. And, you know, there's some appeal to that. But there was something in you that was unsettled. That this is not it. Right. I don't like how people are being treated behind the scenes. You couldn't even watch the morning show. No. Which I loved the morning show. I get show, triggered. Like, I can't even watch the very certain spot news on. stuff now. I get very, um, it's like when you well, watch reality. Th- yeah, There's totally. something in it and that I just say, I can't even watch this because it's triggering. Well, I'm just proud of you that you recognize that it wasn't aligning with you and that it wasn't and that was just local news. it wasn't serving and, me anymore I, right, di- I gave it my all I mean talk about missing holidays I mean how many times did I have to miss something because I had to work I mean you miss holidays you miss weekends you miss super important events you put right. you put the job before everything and then you know at one point I, I just had to step back and say how much longer am I gonna allow this job to like like run my life you were unsettled and I think that's what yeah you know that's Excuse me. That's not just with news. I think that's with a lot of people who say, maybe you're in a crazy sales job, um, like and a medical device. Sh- yeah. And it's just like your world. You're putting it before everything. And then I think the pandemic allowed people to step back and say, wait a second. This is not worth it. The money's not worth it. I mean, I was even to the point where I was like, if they came back and offered me like 30 grand more, for, I would say no. Like, I don't even, it's not even about that. It's like, I got to priori- prioritize me. Right. And it's, it's, it's your life. It's your lifestyle. It's my it's, life. Right. And Gary was so used to me coming home at three in the morning, or I got to go to work at two in the morning, or I got to work this weekend, or I got to work, you know, the football is running over on Sunday. I'll be home at one in the morning. Like it was, so, it was such a weird 
lifestyle right. that I was so used to that I didn't understand that other people were normal. <laughs> right. And That's I think, really I mean, even now, look at what we're doing. We're, we're stepping into this podcast world. A lot of people are quitting their nine to fives. I, I hate, I, in, I feel like the entrepreneurial world sometimes labels nine to fives as less than, which I don't agree with at all at all um most people work nine to five i love being a contributor and um I it, work it's been five. such a blessing in my life but um nine so many six. people are stepping away from a normal traditional uh career and moving into more of a creative space which yeah. i'm super excited that we're taking on this, do this endeavor together and i'm so excited to see where this goes yeah and, and it's another thing with news i wouldn't even have been able to do this because right. they own your life yeah they, and it's like this is and not now you're stepping into this new career. You're able to do More. this podcast on the side and your second job, your wedding planning. <laughs> that um, makes me so anxious. Even when you say wedding planning, I just go, hmm. we're, we're going to have watching... to do one podcast on wedding planning. Oh, and we would like, love to hear from people because I'm like, am I the only one who thinks this is just horrendous? I also just feel like there are no good accounts out there to follow. Is it just me? I feel like well, I think there's the light, not well, and, a lot and the wedding of industry is very people like, covering us. Well, the, the wedding industry is very like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Oh my gosh. Get this tote that says Mrs. Get this clutch. It says. I'm not into it. And I'm just like, I'm I over don't all want that. that. And I, and I don't want to like down anybody who's got that kind of stuff. No, like it is so no. exciting, but I feel like for me anyway, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting married in my thirties. I have no idea, but, um, I don't think that's like a huge accomplishment. Well, in marriage, part- a huge accomplishment is a promotion at work. A huge accomplishment is doing a podcast. A huge, I like, agree. And it's the world. I has think it's become, toxic to say that is- if you're not married, like, Oh, you're we missing out on this big thing. Engagements, marriages, and babies. And for me, that's it's, it's so strange. Um, there are so many other things to that celebrate. we do that we don't celebrate that's too. Right. And it's your friend gets out of a relationship; they choose themselves over some toxic person, or they leave a job and we're like, that oh, they've been loyal to that oh, hasn't served when them. When I left this and job, we don't celebrate it. No, when I left news, I can't tell you how many people were like, "Oh my gosh, but you're so good at it." Oh, and everyone I told Ash. What she's leaving that because it looks so glamorous, and the optics. I'm so good at it. Like so I good. get no sleep. Like what? <laughs> Celebrate the things that propel us forward in life and that make us happier, and you know, lead us to ultimately where we're supposed to be. And you know what? Some people, for some people, marriage is that. I just don't like the blanket. This is like what you should be. You made it. You made it. Miss you got married. Miss to misses. You got married. You you really did it. I really don't like that. No. And and I think it's the appeal of all of us hoisting that up in, you know, in lights that leads people to do unnatural things like going on some show that you have no idea what it is to marry someone in 30 days that you don't know. Jessica's like, I'm going to make it. It all is cyclical. OK, <laughs> it's so Let's stop true, celebrating though. this. Stuff. Of course, we want to celebrate this. It's magical. And it's, it's you know, it's a. But it's a it's, it's a, beautiful. It's, a thing. it's like it's beautiful, it, yeah. right? But this whole traditional man woman marriage, walk down the aisle, have babies, stay in it whether or not you're happy. Stay in it regardless, make it work. I, I want to celebrate somebody that's strong enough to leave, someone oh. that chooses themselves. Um, of course, we root for love. We're excited for these couples that are coming into Love Is Blind. We want them to find love. That is you know, the best just case a scenario. Part of your story. But it's not your entire story. We're going to root story. for everyone. We're going to root for the people that are strong enough to choose what is best for them. Um, and like, also, what does that mean for like right our single friends? So, like, if we're so celebrating like somebody, like you taking someone's last name, what does that mean for our single friends? Like, we're just saying. 
sucks to be you. <laughs> right? <laughs> been, and you felt that. I have been you that person that. for a long time. I've walked away from like three-year relationships yeah, multiple times. You've walked away like, from some really good situations sure. too. Really good. Yeah. I, I mean, when I was 30, I was dating this guy and, you know, we were best friends and he was a mentor to me. He was eight years older. He could have been Mark's dad, <laughs> essentially. Um, you know, living in a very People glamorous think you're obsessed life. with numbers, but I was living. I, I guess I have a little bit. <laughs> eight years older yeah and um I'm in sales so I could say it yeah you were living Um, you were in Texas but I was in Texas and living just a beautiful life and you know most women would not walk away from it but it wasn't serving me I felt there just was something off something wrong and um he was the best guy but it wasn't working out and I came back to Atlanta all of a sudden you know I was alone and um it was it was a tough blow but you so like what you're telling me to the right place at the right time a a comfortable financial situation and you left on your own. And that was something, to, like, I think to be celebrated. Like, I I mean, we've talked about this so many times. And you came and started over, you know. Um, yeah. Where, and a lot of people, I think, looked at me as a failure. For doing know? that. Yeah, for doing that. And I'll say at the time, I couldn't really own what I was doing. I was scared. And I left. And I didn't really tell him. I didn't give him much advance at all. It was, like, that day. And my moving <laughs> truck was showing up. I was scared. I was just like, I got to get out of here. Like, I don't want him to steal my dog. <laughs> you know, it's scary, too. Um just a pressure we put on ourselves, but I'm so proud of myself for, you know, all the moves that I've made and I'm proud of you for everything you've done. We haven't settled. I'm proud of us. We're engaged now. We're each other's maid of honors, but we're still going to continue Having you know, making the right, making the right decisions for us. Yeah. And even if it's tough, even if it's, yeah. you know, not easy for everyone else, even if it's something that someone else might be able to, you know, pick apart and shame us for, you know, um, and we're going to support and celebrate all of you who do the same. Yeah. Um, we are going to have a hotline. Oh, yeah. So if anyone wants to talk to us about their unsettling situations, um, please do that. Look, It'll we be don't have it all figured Instagram. out, but we could chat. I mean, we could talk through it with you. One step at a time. I set it up. Oh, you did? I'm learning all these things. You guys, I'm learning all these things in the background. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. I'm also, you know, I'm happy to share some of these things out too. Yeah. But yeah, we're setting up this hotline. So hotline in. Hotline Let in. us know your thoughts. Hotline bling. Yeah, I want to know people's thoughts about all things weddings and um, like I'm so I'm like so excited for the bachelorette and I'm so excited. But I think it's like I'm excited to hang out with my friends. I got the whole thing planned. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, I think that's so interesting. So call us out, too, if you're like, oh, that was that was this. I feel this way. Like, I'd love to hear that. Maybe that's like the newsy and me, but I kind of want some pushback. Like, if I you have think, a shield. You can yeah. not say anything at this point that is going to offend me. You've heard me. it all. Let us know what you want to hear, uh, what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. We're happy to hear it. And we will uh, We'll keep going. We'll keep doing this thing. If people like it, um, They'll keep love tuning it. in. They'll love it. So thank you guys all for tuning in. It's so special to us that you're here with us. Um, if you liked what you heard today, please keep showing up subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you don't like it just leave us a five-star review don't (laughs) review jessica's appearance on love is blind season one review this podcast watch after the altar (laughs) and then watch (laughs) if you missed after the altar go back and watch it then listen to us um but we really appreciate you being here um this means everything to us we're gonna keep showing up and doing our thing and And we can't wait to take questions from you guys on career wedding um love we're not the experts let us know what you think of these love is blind contestants how many you know who do we think is going to be together at the end who's going to be the next jessica who's going to be the next who will be the next jessica will there be another jessica there will never be another jessica jessica's show all right thanks so much guys (laughs) appreciate you guys